If you've ever lived in the Fraser Valley for any amount of time, you've probably been out to Wanak Lake at one time or another. And if you've ever been there on a Tuesday or Thursday night, right around supper time, you've probably noticed all sorts of human-powered watercraft cruising the lake. There's canoes, paddle boats, kayaks, and the granddaddy of them all, the massive dragon boat. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to be on board a dragon boat, grab your paddle and life jacket and hang on. In this FitSpeak interview, we speak with Deanne Hackett from the Dragon Ridge Racing Team about what it takes to get into the sport, some of the interesting experiences she's had while dragon boating, and some of the sounds athletes make while participating in the sport. Well, dragon boat racing is, you have an extremely long boat and you sit two by two by two, 20 paddlers, a steers person at the back, and in a race, we would have a drummer keeping time for all of us paddlers to keep time to. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of the sport as it's been uh, uh, introduced, I guess, to the lower mainland and here in the Fraser Valley? As far as I know, it was brought in uh, during Expo 86. Uh, that's You can fact check that, but that's a, that's when I think it showed up. Now, when I see pictures of dragon boat racing, uh, I see a lot of females. I don't see a lot of guys. Is it like officially a female sport or can you tell us a little bit about that? I would say that no, it is not officially a female sport. But in my experience, our team is mostly made up of females. But we have had, you know, grandmas and grandsons and husbands and wives and the such and the like. But uh, our team is mostly female at this time, but there's all male teams, all female teams, and there's also mixed teams. And how long have you been involved in the sport? I've been doing it twice a week for nine years. And what got you into it? I just uh, moved back into Maple Ridge for mission and I was on a walk and I pulled that little number off the mailbox and here I am. (laughs) Yeah. So what's the name? I heard you had an interesting first idea for a name for your dragon boat racing team, but you maybe had to change it. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the official name, uh, as far as I know, is Dragon Ridge. But as the years went on and all the women got really um, comfortable with each other, we bantered around back and forth the name Cheeky Beavers, but that <laughs> they wouldn't let us do that. Cheeky beavers. We kind of like that here at Fitzpeak. <laughs> yeah. So when and where are the practices for um, the formerly known team as the Cheeky Beavers? Uh, it's here at Wanak Lake in Maple Ridge and we start at 6.30 and we get off the water at 8 and usually I say come a little bit early 15 minutes or so because sometimes the boat needs to be bailed and we need to do a little warm up and yeah that's about it. What should a person bring to Wanak Lake? A smile. No, uh, you don't need to bring anything. We have the life jackets, the paddles, the boat, our instructor. And uh, other than the fee, uh, it's a $9 insurance fee and $20 to drop in. Or for me, it's twice a week for the whole season. I've paid $329 to be here. What kind of equipment does a person need? Like you say, they don't have to bring anything, but if they want to um, get more involved in the sport, most sports have some sort of specialty equipment. What is there for dragon boat racing? Well, I mean, we have all this stuff here, but I, I purchased my own life jacket. You could purchase your own paddle. You could purchase gloves. You could purchase water shoes. You know, you can get tricked right out. 
So, of course, the, the main thing in any sport is the engine, which, of course, is the athlete themselves. What kind of shape does a person need to be in before they decide to jump into the sport of dragon boat racing? Well, you cannot come off the couch at 500 pounds and try to get into the sport. But having said that, you don't need to be NHL, you know, fitness ready. So anywhere in between. And it's going to be a hard workout for sure. But uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And what are some of the major expenses in the sport? Your paddle, for sure, is the most expensive. And then your life jacket and the, and the uh, registration fee. That's, you know, 300 bucks or 150 bucks or whatever it is. A little bit less expensive than, say, golf. Less expensive than golf, than hockey, for sure. Today's date of the interview is May 2nd. It's a pretty nice day here at Wanak Lake. We've had a probably the warmest day of the year. I was looking at 19 degrees. So you've been kind enough to invite Kevin Watt and myself for uh, a bit of a, a dragon boating experience. We're new to this, of course. What are we in for? You guys are in for lots of fun. It's going to be a great day. And I always tell people when they first are thinking of joining to come early in the year because as the season progresses, the team gets more in time, our technique gets better. So if you come later in the season, you will be hard pressed to keep up. So I always say to people, come, always come anytime, but for sure in the beginning, it's a lot easier when we're all getting, you know, warm and our techniques starting and stuff like that. So definitely the beginning of the season is the time to come out. Are Kevin and I early enough this season? Oh yes, we've. I think we're into our like, third or fourth practice so yeah it'll be okay so you've been in the sport for quite some time nine years it sounds like what are some of the more memorable events you've had in dragon boat racing well my two most memorable are um we did a regatta out at harrison lake and uh, we were giving it our all towards the end and there was this primordial guttural scream and when i looked around it what was, did what did that sound like ah! <laughs> and I looked around it was coming from me and that was quite something and my second mo most memorable uh, time was uh, we were in a regatta out at the Barnett Marine Park the Bill Alley regatta and uh, a tugboat across the across the inlet there a big heavy tugboat it went along and it displaced this huge wake and our new new steers person first time steering in the ocean ever didn't turn us into the wave enough and there was our dragon boat flipped over in the ocean big mayday 22 of us in the water it was very exciting any casualties oh no my whistle my whistle got broken off my my vest here but it's back now it's back we are at wanak lake to get more information, if a person uh, decides dragon boating might be for him or her, what should that person do? I think they contact rckc.com, uh, I guess, or Maple Ridge Leisure Center. You can go through there. And for our FitSpeak listeners as well, as you know, we do have a links page, and we'll have a, a link to that on www.fitspeak.com. Uh, you can get more information there, just in case you didn't catch it the first time around. Now, a couple of fun questions before Kevin and I join you and hit the water here. If the average dragon boat racer was an animal, what animal would that person be? A beaver out at Wanak Lake. You're going to see lots of beaver hutches out there, and we'd be a beaver. you got a big paddle, big and tail. 
and more of the important stuff. The beverage of choice for most dragon boat racers. Now we're talking for both during the practice and after. During the practice, it's water. After the practice, it's beer. Any uh, special local brand of beer you're partial to here? I don't know. Granville Island Lager, maybe? Sounds appropriate. Kevin, any questions? Yeah, um, I do actually have a question. How do you get your dragon boat around if you are going to a regatta outside of Wanak Lake? Well, we have a big, gigantic trailer, and we get as many athletes off of the, the young athletes off the water to come and help us carry it out onto the, onto the trailer. Is it, is it heavy? It's really, really heavy. It takes probably 20 to 26 of us to carry it. Thanks so much for your time, Dee. Anytime.